Hi, Chris Ruvo here for Counselor Magazine. Today I'm speaking with Kathy Finnerty Thomas, president of Stowbridge Promotion Group. The Arizona-based distributor made Counselor's 2018 Best Places to Work list. In our chat, Kathy is going to share insights into how Stowbridge's vibrant culture and winning workplace has helped power success. Kathy, thanks for being with us. Yes, thank you for having me. All right, so let's get into the questions here. You've you've said that you consider company culture your number one job and priority. Why is that? You know, um, everyone talks and commiserates over employee engagement. Um, if you want engaged employees, I really feel that you need to be an engaged leader, and that all feeds into culture. Um, I think before we even talk about culture, it's important to really know what it is and what it isn't. So many people think of nap rooms and ping pong tables and unlimited vacation and bring your dog to work day, coffee stations as culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and and companies try to emulate that and then are disappointed with the results. But the thing is, culture is really not about what's on the outside, but what's on the inside. Culture is the heart and soul of a company, not how it's dressed. Uh, you know, great point. And kind of t- on that note, you've said that kindness and consideration are the foundation of your company culture. Can you tell us a bit ab- about that, those those kind of intangible Absolutely. qualities? Absolutely. Um, we work as a team in our company. If someone's struggling, others jump in to help, even if it isn't your job. If someone sees someone do something amazing, they call it out or compliment them or thank them. I hear words, thank you, the words thank you all the time in my company. Ego and politics just don't play well in my company, Mm -hmm. but that has to be modeled from the top. Um, And that's what's so important about culture. We all have to own the culture. Um, but it has to start at the top. It can't just be an HR job. It can't. We all have to own it. Um, you have to hire for it. You have to fire for it. Um, and and that's what makes culture successful. And and how do you kind of how do you go about getting people or people your 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 employees your team to to buy into that culture? I guess setting an example certainly sounds like one. You've mentioned that. Is there is there other things that can be done to kind of make sure it permeates? You know, when we started, um, every company has a culture. It's it's there. It's based on the people that work there, how they treat each other, how management treats employees. It's it's there. It's organic. Um, We have what I call an intentional culture. We actually sat down with all the employees, um, and it was a fascinating experience because I had one who had an education um, all the way through the seventh grade. I had a few people who English was not their first language, and then I had salespeople who are very outgoing. We all sat down as a team and talked about how do we want to work together. Mm-hmm. Where do we want to see this company go? And you can't really separate vision from culture. Um, that's a, an important part of it. People need to know what the vision of the company is, and that has to come from the top. But we sat down and we talked about what makes a good experience and then how we wanted to work together and what was important to us. And it totally changed the way we work in our company. And in fact, um, three people in my team here who were not team players 
uh, chose to leave within about a month's time. Oh wow! Okay, all right. So, but in the long run, that sounds like that was that was a, a, a good thing. And I and and it a, was a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of another good thing I'd say that comes from uh, th- this this culture that you've cultivated there is that you know you, you have a str- there's a there's a real impact on sales, right? You 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 see a stronger performance from from it your team. Truly, it truly is. Um, so many people dismiss culture as a touchy-feely thing because it's so hard to measure. And some leaders are just only comfortable with things that, become, that can be measured. But when you create the right environment, it creates more leaders. Um, I used to tell people, you know, what to do, assign their tasks, their projects. Now I, I create the environment and encouragement, and people step in and do more. That one of the youngest people on our team, uh, I think she's only 20 years old, we have a morning meeting with everybody just to kick off the day. Mm-hmm. And she took over leading that meeting. No one asked her to. She just stepped in and it's her job. Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, so we have people that really do lead. But there, there really is a lot of financial cost to a poor culture. You have a lot of wasted time. You have decreased productivity. You're constantly trying to motivate people. You have employee turnover, which is so expensive, mm-hmm. customer attrition, and costly mistakes because people just don't care. Um, Patrick Lencioni is a, writes a lot on cor- corporate culture, and he says that most organizations exploit only a fraction of the knowledge, experience, and intellectual capital that's available to them. Mm-hmm. But the healthy companies really tap into it, almost all of it. Wow, that's that's food for thought for for sure. And it sounds like it's something you've definitely um put into action there trying to get as much out of the the talent that that you have there. But one of the other things you do um is you make sure that that that, that talent that you have gets to enjoy themselves a little bit. You you, you do some yeah. kind of fun surprises and you do some fun celebrations. Can can you tell we us a little do. about that? Um we really feel, you know, we spend more time here than we do with our families, so it has to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um so we have a lot of potlucks and we have mon- monthly lunches and it's funny anytime I interview someone and I did just earlier this morning I tell them all the benefits and I see them stare back at me stone-faced and we have some really great benefits, mm-hmm. 401ks and healthcare. But when I say we do monthly lunches to celebrate birthdays and anniversaries, I always get a smile. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's some of the unexpected things, the unexpected surprises that we try to build in. So on a hot day, if everybody's been working really hard, I might run over to, to Wendy's and, and bring back Frosties for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes make banana split pancakes before people come in, and so they come in and, and to a, a hot breakfast that they weren't expecting. And uh, last year, while we were doing some house cleaning, we, we accumulate so many samples in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, we took all the samples, and we gift-wrapped them, and we had a little uh, Yankee gift swap with, oh, with nice. the samples that we had. So, um, we, But we also build fun into the work. We had, um, last December, we were really busy, and, and our assembly people were way overbooked, and we had 800 tumblers that had to be packed into 400 custom boxes for a customer and we were running out of time to get it delivered and all assembled so we grabbed everyone in the office and in 90 minutes we we worked at breakneck speed wow. and got the whole job done so it would have taken probably a couple days for an assembly team um everybody had so much fun and was proud of their accomplishment and 
you know, 90 days isn't really that much to take out of out of the day, so... I got you. Well, that 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 really articulates it well. And you know, there's there's. I wanted to make sure we got this in there. I understand that you have a company mascot. Can you tell us a little about uh, that? Well, we do have a company mascot. Um, our mascot was Molly. She was a golden retriever, and she actually passed away in January. Mm-hmm. Um, she was loved by everyone in this family, or in this company. And uh, she, but we have a new mascot, Marley, uh, who is a nine-week-old golden retriever puppy, and so <laughs> um, she's keeping us all busy. But um, with her chewing and and you know chewing up boxes, but uh, she's <laughs> the, the new company mascot, and and it just brings a smile to everybody's face, you know, okay. just to have have a dog around. So. I could see it seems very very in keeping with the kind of atmosphere that you've that you've built there. And just last mm-hmm. last question here, put your advice cap on. Um, you know, what tips, suggestions, strategies could you offer others who are trying to create a winning culture at their business? You know, culture is one of the simplest and most inexpensive things you can do in a company and it's also the most difficult because it just takes constant care and nurturing to make sure that it's on target you you have to hire for it and you have to be willing to fire for culture and we make our culture quite clear to people when they join you know that we're really here to be a team one bad person can destroy your culture so quickly um you know, it has to start with with the leader, I think, and it has to be everyone's job. But I keep a quote um, on my wall near my desk that uh, Theodore Roosevelt said: "No one cares how much you know until you know how until they know how much you care." Mm. It has to be genuine. Um, there's another awesome quote um, from Simon Sinek: "Is that your customers will never love your company until your employees do," and that's so true. Uh, my employees take such great care of our company, our customers, just because they care about the company. Wow, well, that's wonderful food for thought, Kathy. Thank you so much for for joining us today. Congratulations on on being on the best places to work list, and best well, of luck going forward. Thank you. We're very excited to be on your list. So, all right, all right, so Kathy. Much. Thanks so much.